Hello, and welcome to the State of State. I'm your host, MC, here at WKNC Raleigh. The State of State is a show aimed at creating a better sense of community here on NC State's campus. And it operates off of listeners' ideas, listeners just like you. So if you have any suggestions, please email stateofstate at wknc.org. Last week, we focused on the Hillsborough Renaissance and Regis Raleigh Fashion Show. Thank you, Jen and Moore, for coming in. Tonight's show features Chancellor Oblinger's State of the State Address last Tuesday, March 9th. If you didn't get a chance to make it out to the speech, here's what you missed. Thank you very much. Please be seated. You're too kind. Thank you. And thank you, McQueen, and good morning to each and every one of you. Thank you for joining us as we consider the state of NC State. Now, I'm sure that many of you are familiar with our phrase, red means go. I've seen you wearing the red t-shirts. I've seen the bumper stickers on cars. I also hope that you know that it means something when we say that NC State is a red means go institution. It means our work has consistently created jobs and created to the state's economic health. It means our students are engaged in hands-on learning that prepares them to hit the ground running. It means faculty who are committed to students and to cutting-edge research that drives this high-quality institution. It means graduates prepared to take their education and turn it into success for themselves and for their families. It means service to communities and leadership for the state. Red means go, describes the way we create collaborations that produce innovations, which in turn have real impact well beyond our campus borders. Collaboration, innovation, and impact. You've already met someone who represents the red means go philosophy. NC State graduate McQueen Campbell is a successful entrepreneur and chair of our board of trustees. His back-to-back four-year terms with the board end this year. McQueen, we thank you for your service. We know that you will continue to serve this great university in very important ways. Thank you, McQueen. At NC State, it is not unusual to find students, faculty, staff, alumni, and friends who seek ways to be part of this great university throughout their lives. It's the kind of dedication that makes NC State the people's university. There is no question that it is the people of NC State that make this place so special. This week, we began a new tradition honoring the NC State family. We have designated March 7 not only as Founders Day, but also as NC State remembers. We will light the bell tower red in honor of our founders and in memory of the members of the NC State family who have passed away over the previous year. I cannot let the moment pass without recalling that several weeks ago, we lost Kay Yao. At our last State of NC State presentation, she sat right there. Coach Yao touched so many lives on and off the basketball court. 
I knew Kay for some 20 years. Some of you knew her even longer than that. You know that her presence will be felt at NC State for a long time to come. And while we are sad at her passing, I think I speak for everyone who knew her or knew of her when I say that the greatest loss is the succession of student athletes and members of our community who will not get to know Kay Yao. NC State remembers. March 7, 1887 was the day the state legislature passed a bill creating what we now know as North Carolina State University. That effort was led by people whose names you will recognize if you are at all familiar with our campus. Names like Dabney, Daniels, Liaiser, and Polk. The history of our students begins when a young man caught the train in Asheville to come to see what the new university in Raleigh was all about. Walter J. Matthews was the first student to enroll at North Carolina College of Agriculture and Mechanic Arts. Now the Matthews Medal honors graduating seniors who have made significant and lasting contributions to NC State during their tenure here as undergraduate students. Our 2009 Matthews medalists are with us today. John Cooper Elias, Anna Patton, and Sarah Yassin. Uh, please, a join for a round of applause. Let me continue to set the historical context of our university because it sets the stage for talking about how we remain vital to North Carolina and the nation, especially in troubled economic times. In 1953, NC State, at 66 years of age, was still a relatively young university, but already had established its vital role. Then-Chancellor John Harrelson said, and I quote, the progress state has made staggers my imagination and humbles my limited ways of expression. I hope her growth in the next 50 years puts us in the shade, that is, the pulse and the very heart of progress, making each era, each generation, each step forward a little better and more meaningful than the last, what I wouldn't give to watch her next 50 years." End quote. Those next 50 years certainly saw the continuing rise of North Carolina State University. We can point to a multitude of successes, groundbreaking research, jobs created, and more than 165,000 living alumni. And speaking of alumni, we have some special guests with us this morning. The Forever Club includes those alumni who graduated 50 or more years ago. Several of them are with us today toward the back of this theater, sitting up toward the top. Please, a salute to the Forever Club. You're listening to Chancellor Oblinger's State of State Speech 2009, right here on WKNC. And thank you especially for being here. As witnesses to the last 50 years of NC State's accomplishments, I hope that the Forever Club members would agree that 2008 was certainly a year to be proud of. 2008 was a year in which we continued to be guided by our strategic focus areas. 
producing leaders for the state, the nation, and the world, driving innovation in energy and the environment, improving health and well-being, creating educational innovation across our disciplines, and fueling economic development for the state and for the nation. Under the heading of producing leaders, there may not be a better place to start than with the accomplishments of our alumni. In the last year, Robert Gibbs, a 1992 graduate in political science, was named President Barack Obama's press secretary. General Ray Odierno, who earned his master's degree in nuclear engineering here at NC State, took command of U.S. armed forces in Iraq. Swimmer Cullen Jones won an Olympic gold medal. Rajendra Pachuri officially accepted his Nobel Prize. And we named our Graduate School of Management for Ben Jenkins, our first named graduate program. 2008 was another good year for student scholastic leadership. Lauren Jackson and Nicole Krager won Goldwater scholarships. Brian Clark won a Marshall scholarship. Ryan Goyne and Adam Young became the first two students from the same institution to win scholarships from the Astronaut Scholarship Foundation. And just this last month, Ryan was named a Gates Cambridge Scholar. In the past year, our faculty took on important leadership positions in their respective disciplines and fields. Dean Marvin Malika moved from president-elect to president of the American Institute of Architects. Dean Warwick Arden was named president-elect of the Association of American Veterinary Medical Colleges. Professor Vinnie Aneja was awarded the prestigious 2007 North Carolina Award. Dean Louis Martin Vega was named North Carolina's Engineer of the Year. Professor Sastri Pantula was elected the 105th President of the American Statistical Association. Professor Linda Williams was named North Carolina's Social Worker of the Year. And Professor Richard Spontek was honored with an award for excellence in teaching by the University of North Carolina Board of Governors. In addition, our donors and supporters showed a commitment to leadership as well, helping us close out the $1 billion Achieve Capital campaign this past September. That campaign is fueling the creation of new laboratories and classrooms, providing scholarships for our students and their families, as well as funding professorships and underwriting important research and outreach activities in clean energy, educational innovation, science and technology, as well as health and well-being. Last year, consistent with our energy and the environment strategic focus area, we embarked on the Year of Energy, raising our energy profile on campus and off. In the national spotlight, we became the nation's first LED university in partnership with Cree, a spin-off company from NC State. We are making long-term investments in lighting efficiencies across this campus while saving significant operating and replacement costs with LEDs. We also launched a Collaborative Engineering Research Center, or ERC, funded by the National Science Foundation. Alex Wong's Freedom Center will conduct pioneering research. The five-year, $18.5 million grant will help create a national research center that aims to revolutionize the nation's power grid and speed renewable 
electric energy technologies into every home and business in America. Only five ERCs were awarded this past year in the U.S. Of the eight finalists, three were right here at NC State. Professor Robert Kelly discovered that heat-loving bacteria from ocean vents and other deep wells could be key to developing hydrogen-based fuel for cars, another significant innovation in energy. As the world's food supply suffered from the effects of turning massive amounts of corn into ethanol for fuel, our researchers were looking into alternative fuel sources, including cotton waste, switchgrass, wood, animal fat, and green coal. Green coal has emerged as the result of a recent collaborative experiment that converts baked wood into charcoal. The implication is that if we're successful, this work could mean the beginning of the end of the state's reliance on coal. People are counting on NC State to energize the world. A third strategic focus area for NC State is improving health and well-being. While we have been looking and very busy looking for non-food-based fuel sources, we also have been protecting and enhancing the food supply. Associate Professor Rick Davis, in collaboration with researchers from around the world, has successfully mapped the genome of a plant parasite responsible for an estimated $157 billion in agricultural damage globally every year. Mapping the root-not-nematode genome is an important first step in eliminating this parasite. And through the NC State Plants for Human Health Institute on the North Carolina Research Campus in Kannapolis, our faculty are working to develop plants that contain bioactive compounds that prevent and treat disease, as well as focusing on ways to produce these plants commercially. On the subject of treating disease, since we do not have a medical school, you might think, and you might be surprised to learn, about NC State's cancer research. NC State researchers have developed a molecule that may prevent healthy cells from turning into cancer cells. We also have found a genetic link between dog and human cancers that could give us greater insight into a cure. And in 2008, we welcomed the Jimmy V Foundation to campus. This partnership supports a unique project to introduce young scientists to cancer therapy research, encouraging them to pursue careers in combating cancer under the leadership of Professor John Cavenna. The Jimmy V. NC State Cancer Therapeutics Training Program will engage high school, undergraduate, and graduate students in several NC State research labs involved in cancer research. Another commitment to health and well-being. You're listening to Chancellor Oblinger's State of State Speech 2009, right here on WKNC. Our new man in simulant test or mist laboratory in the College of Textiles will allow us to continue to be a leader in evaluating the capabilities of protective garments for first responders that help protect them from fire, from heat, from chemical, and from biological agents, a dimension of health and well-being we don't often think about. Led by Professor Roger Barker, the MIST facility is the only one of its kind at a university in these United States. Protecting and growing the food supply, 
preventing and curing disease, protecting first responders. Those are big, easily understood ideas and part of the important work that is done at NC State. On the other end of the scale, we do work in the smallest of arenas as well, nanoscience. You wouldn't be able to see nanoparticles if 10,000 of them were gathered on your contact lens. That is if you wore contact lenses. We are just now starting to understand nanoparticles. As an example of what they can do, NC State researchers revived a failed HIV drug by adding gold nanoparticles, rekindling the drug's ability to stop the virus from invading the body's immune system. Now, while researchers in several colleges were finding groundbreaking uses for nanoparticles, our humanities and social sciences faculty were helping to improve the public's understanding. Associate professors Michael Cobb and Patrick Hamlet recently found that the more the public is educated about nanotechnology, the more people become concerned about the potential impact. Recognizing that we tend to reject what we don't understand, the federal government selected Professor David Barubi to craft a white paper describing how government and industry should communicate about nanotechnology to the media and to the public. Let's move to the focus area of educational innovation. Working with partners that include IBM, MCNC, and others, NC State created the Virtual Computing Lab, or VCL. VCL is a remarkable use of technology that provides virtual access to computing power and software programs. For researchers, access to computing power to run simulations is virtually limitless thanks to VCL. For schools, the VCL concept takes the cost out of computer maintenance, technical support, and software applications. NC State is making VCL technology available to school systems free of licensing fees, giving them access to technology that can catalyze learning as well as educational innovation. As it relates to innovative international educational programs, in 2008 we continued to make international connections, signing many new agreements with overseas entities. We opened our Master of Global Innovation Management program in France and welcomed our first cohort of students in an innovative three plus one arrangement with Chinese students. Education and leadership development are fostered by those you come in contact with. As examples of this, let's not forget that just this past May, President Obama, then campaigning for the Democratic nomination, stood on the Reynolds Coliseum stage and celebrated his North Carolina primary victory by flashing the Wolfpack hand sign. Classic photo. <laughs> Going to use that a lot, at least for the next four years. We have to take a break here at WKNC Raleigh, but stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of Chancellor Oblinger's State of State speech. You're listening to WKNC. This is the State of State with MC. And now back to Chancellor Oblinger's State of State address. Education and leadership come from testing yourself as well, something our student-athletes do in and out of their competitive venues. Some examples. Our gymnastics team advanced to the NCAA Regionals, where senior Leah Hancock was named NCAA Southeast Regional Gymnast of the Year 
and our head coach, Mark Stevenson, was named NCAA Southeast Regional Coach of the Year. All-American Dexter Adams finished sixth in the long jump at the NCAA Championships. Mechanical engineering doctoral student Stephen First was track and field scholar athlete of the year and won a pair of ACC championships. The women's and men's cross country teams finished second in the ACC championships. Women's golf made its seventh consecutive trip to the NCAA regional. The baseball team was the host and the winner of an NCAA regional, the first baseball regional ever held on the NC State campus. And in football, the Packer in the bid to the PapaJohns.com Bowl after winning its final four games. And quarterback Russell Wilson became the first freshman to win first team all ACC honors at quarterback. In addition to the outstanding accomplishments of our alumni, our students, our faculty, and our staff over the past year, we have seen dramatic transformations to our campus that are causing lots of people to take notice. On the campus construction front, we have all but wrapped up our work from the higher education bond of 2000, more than $470 million in bond money, helped us complete more than 50 projects, encompassing almost 2 million gross square feet of space renovated or new space constructed. The bond referendum clearly demonstrated that North Carolina taxpayers have confidence in and believe in higher education. People count on NC State. Beyond the BOD projects, we, we broke ground for a much-needed complete remake of Greek Village. This project is a 10-year, $104 million overhaul of the existing Greek court. And less visible than construction projects, but just as important, are the additions we have made to our ability to alert the campus in case of emergencies. Our Wolf Alert systems now include text messaging, broadcast emails, homepage alerts, and a system of 14 towers with voice and siren capabilities. Let me spend a few minutes now on giving back, where our students learn by doing, and by doing something for others. Our Center for Student Leadership, Ethics, and Public Service coordinated a number of creative projects across the state and around the world, literally, constructing houses with Habitat for Humanity, tutoring Navajo children in New Mexico, providing health education to underserved areas in the Dominican Republic, and participating in environmental and conservation projects in Belize. NC State students also led a collaboration among North Carolina universities to package more than a million meals for Stop Hunger Now, an international relief effort. And when he was here on January 26th to deliver our Millennium Seminar, former President Bill Clinton recognized senior John Coggan as the first recipient of the Hunger Leadership Award. It should come as no surprise that uh, another very visible student project also was food-related, but in a much different way from the Million Meals effort. The Krispy Kreme Challenge has gotten bigger and bigger every year in its five years of existence. This year, 5,300 people participated in a road race from the Bell Tower to the Krispy Kreme and back. Some made it in better times than others. Proceeds from the race totaled some $40,000 and benefited 
the North Carolina Children's Hospital. People are counting on NC State to give back. Let me mention just a few more accomplishments. We added four new startup companies, 47 new patents, and five Fulbrights. Centennial Campus was named the world's top science research park and is this year celebrating its 25th anniversary. On Centennial Campus, we are continuing our work with the state's community college system to train workers for the biotechnology industry through the Golden Leaf Biomanufacturing Training and Education Center, or BTEC, as we call it. We also began an innovative partnership with Wake Tech that allows students who meet certain academic standards to be accepted to NC State as they complete their work at Wake Tech. And let me take just a moment to, to recognize Dr. Scott Rawls, who's with us today. Scott is the president of the North Carolina Community College System. Thank you, Scott, for your leadership, your partnership, and your presence here today. That's a great looking time. You're listening to Chancellor Oblinger's State of State Speech 2009, right here on WKNC. And we continue to have strong relationships with the city of Raleigh on a variety of fronts. We appreciate Mayor Charles Meeker's leadership, his cooperation with us, and his friendship. And we all look forward to the revitalization of Hillsborough Street. We also set a record for the number of freshman applications for admissions, 17,685 if you're keeping track. And this past year we awarded more than 6,900 degrees. Of our entering freshmen this year, more than 40% were in the top 10% of their high school graduating class. Applications from minority students, out-of-state students, and doctoral students also were up. The Princeton Review, Kiplingers, and U.S. News once again named NC State one of the nation's best values in higher education, a ranking that combines academic quality with affordability. People have always counted on us to be the people's university. Just another year at NC State, right? A great year by any measure. 2008 truly was a year of accomplishments, and I've just scratched the surface. But 2008 was not just another year. We cannot talk about what the last year has been or what the near-term future will be without acknowledging the proverbial elephant in the room. As we all know, we are facing very serious budget issues in 2009. We are facing a cut of some 7% or more. In real terms, 7% translates to $36 million. As you may have heard Governor Perdue say last night, there are still many uncertainties related to the state budget. That means we do not yet have a clear view of how our budget will be affected. One thing is clear, however, it is going to be fraught with difficult decisions that will have to be made. So as we contemplate what the economy means for our own personal plans, our jobs, our families' well-beings, we also consider what it means for NC State. NC State's commitment to and accomplishments in economic development through the years is part of what makes us who we are. There is no area that speaks more to red means go, to collaboration, to innovation, to impact than our work 
in economic development. It's work that is especially important in these economic challenging times. Can we still be the university that licensed our faculty's research to local farmers, allowing them to open a plant and create 63 jobs in Snow Hill, North Carolina? The plant is 100% farmer-owned and produces a sweet potato product that is shelf-stable without refrigeration. Can we still be the university that spins off successful organizations like SAS, Biolex, and Liposcience? Can we still be the university that worked together with the Department of Commerce last year to bring Spirit Aerosystems to Kinston? In her State of the State address last night, Governor Perdue recognized NC State for its hand in the research that supports that work, work that meant more than 1,000 jobs. People are counting on NC State to play a vital role in economic recovery. Can we still be the university that creates cutting-edge programs like the world's first Master of Science of Analytics? Led by Professor Michael Rappa, the Institute for Advanced Analytics has in just two years grown to the point where we may have to deny admission to some applicants this year. The first cohort to complete the program all obtained jobs. They were interviewed by a cumulative total of 22 companies who sought graduates of this program. Three of those companies said they would have taken every single one of the graduates. While some of our graduates are being hired by companies, others are becoming their own bosses. Just a few weeks ago, Diana and I were hosts for a small gathering of alumni who have made their careers by creating successful companies. They are serial entrepreneurs, people who build a company, sell it, and move on to the creation of their next company. To a person, they said NC State gave them the motivation and the background to become accomplished business professionals. Something here encouraged their entrepreneurial spirit. Something here motivated them. Economic development stories don't get much better than these. Knowing what we have accomplished with a defined focus on entrepreneurial education, we've asked Tom Miller to lead an innovative university-wide entrepreneurship initiative. This truly will be a different way of teaching, learning, and doing. We will develop students to see disparate perspectives and prepare them to make connections. We will develop experiential applications that will put students in situations where they have to take action and realize for themselves what they need to learn. As has been the case so many times throughout NC State's history, we have worked across a spectrum of disciplines, of needs, and of goals. While the Analytics Institute and the Entrepreneurship Initiative represent cutting-edge programs, we also are the university that maintained and stood by its textiles and nuclear engineering programs when others across the country were closing similar programs. Now, we are a recognized leader in advanced textiles. And as society is faced with the effects of pollution, we are coming to realize more than ever before that nuclear energy absolutely must be part of our energy portfolio. These examples are only a few of the proof points of our willingness and our ability to connect people to deliver knowledge and to produce relevant solutions with benefits beyond our campus, beyond Raleigh and Wake County, beyond North Carolina, and yes, 
beyond our nation, especially in this time of challenging economy. What we do and the way we do it is incredibly important. It is up to us as individuals to continually seek opportunities to collaborate and to push the boundaries of our ability to push the boundaries. People are counting on NC State. You're listening to Chancellor Oblinger's State of State Speech 2009, right here on WKNC. So how will the current budget situation change us? How will we view ourselves with the benefit of hindsight some five to ten years from now? Will we not be as good at helping the state create new jobs and attract new businesses? Would an entrepreneurial education initiative ever have been created under these types of budgetary constraints? If this budget crisis had happened 10 years ago, would we have given up and shut down textiles or nuclear engineering? Can we continue to develop innovative programs like our proposed Forensic Science Center that will help train the next generation of forensic detectives? In a world that increasingly relies on technology, can we continue to be a leader in helping society think about and act on policies pertaining to the use of technology? Can we continue to be the kind of an institution that supports such widely divergent programs as agricultural leadership, open source innovation, and a world-class college of design? Will we be able to help lead North Carolina and these United States out of the current economic crisis? People are counting on NC State. NC State does things that make North Carolina the, and the world a better place. Each thing we do, each job we create, each program we develop, each student we graduate, each community we help, each example of groundbreaking research, and certainly in this day, each dollar we spend, builds on the history, the accomplishment, the success, and the importance of North Carolina State University. We owe a debt of thanks to those who came before us, and we pay that debt with our contributions to the future because people count on us. Short-term success is great, but that is not our measure. We have seen through, we have seen through budget trauma before, and in this decade, we have had one-time and recurring cuts. We've lost good people. We've cut class sections and seats. Our faculty and our staff have taken on heavier workloads. Economists tell us that we shouldn't expect economic recovery for at least a year, maybe even longer. We have engaged on this campus a wide range of people and groups to help us prepare our approach to budget shortfalls. We are planning our budget reductions strategically with a goal of giving ourselves the best chance for a quick recovery. But there is work to be done in the meantime. We have dedicated, committed, well-educated, well-trained, and experienced faculty and staff. Our students are motivated, capable, and talented. They're eager to learn. Finally, our history supports us. Opportunities await us. 
people are counting on NC State for collaboration, for innovation, and for impact. How effective are we? How good are we? How strong are we? Let's think about it this way, and let's set a goal together. When history reflects on NC State's response to these tough budget times, let us make sure it doesn't say we sat waiting for a red light to change. Let us be remembered as an institution, an organization, a team, a family, where red means go. Thank you all very much for being here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now let's go get some birthday cake out in front of the Student Center, all right? Thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for all that you do with and for NC State. After the State of State address, I walked down to the courtyard outside of Tally and gathered the reactions of students, faculty, and an alumnus. Tim Lipka, senior in political science, and it was a great speech. It was like the state of the uh, state last night, uh, very uplifting, very positive. I thought the red means go with the state budget. Um, the $30 million is a lot to lose, but with the red means go kind of attitude, I think we'll be able to come out of it. Jay Dawkins, civil engineering, uh, student body president. And um, I think we have a chance that's very conscious of the role NC State has to play with North Carolina and the world. And uh, today we saw so many things that we're doing to uh, play a vital role in recovering from this economic downturn and facing the challenges that North Carolina faces. Um, so obviously, you know, North Carolina has a lot of those challenges in the months and years ahead. And NC State, I think, is best poised to uh, face those challenges head on. And the chancellor completely hit the nail head on with that today. My name is Bob Kennel, and um, I'm, an old, I'm one of the old timers, uh, uh, class of 58. So we had our uh, 50th anniversary last year. And uh, now I'm forever. Um, but I was president of the Alumni Association back in the early 90s. And uh, this, uh, this speech today, uh, the chancellor always does a great job. But uh, this was the most polished I have seen. A combination of an excellent speech, but also the graphics, you know, behind him. That uh, I know on the radio you can't see those. But they were, they were excellent also. Just so many things happening on the NC State campus right now. Uh, literally blows your mind, and, and it runs across uh, a full gamut. I mean, all you got to do is look on the, the east side of Lake Raleigh, as an example. The Alumni Center, which we, we were all part of trying to get in, but, you know, the Chancellor's Residence coming, the, the golf course that's going in over there that was not mentioned in the speech today that's opening up in another uh, two months is the only Arnold Palmer golf course on any campus in the country, uh, and it's going to blow people's minds. Because, because you look down upon the top of the city of Raleigh from just about every hole. And, but more than that, the, uh, the new library coming in over there is, uh, is going to be world-class. World-class library, but also world-class uh, design. I mean, it's going to be a showpiece for NC State. And you, you look at the conference center and hotel that are going in there as well. And the truth of the matter is, this is NC State's new home place. Centennial Campus is rapidly becoming that, and uh, it blows anybody's mind that goes over there. Can't wait to see everything's going on. 
And that is all we have for the State of State tonight. A special thanks to all those who were interviewed and to my producer, Mikey P. As always, we'd love to hear your thoughts. So send your emails to the state of state at WKNC.org. This is MC signing off and stay tuned to WKNC Raleigh for After Hours. Good night.